1: Good afternoon, Supertalk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio with us today. And with fall finally in the air, it's the perfect time of year to get out and explore the great outdoors. So you can plan your trip over at visitmississippi.org. Don't forget, you can watch or listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. I thought we'd kick off today with a few good headlines that I found over on Supertalk F M as well as a shared on the Good Things Facebook group. That's what we love to do there. And it's always good to hear a little good news. And you know we like birthdays here on Good Things. So anytime I can find someone who has made their way into the triple digits, I think it is worth calling out and celebrating. And it feels like, well, there's more of you making it to that triple digit and birthday and then sticking around to make it even higher up the up the ladder there. So if you have been to the Good Things Facebook group here recently, you'll see that I just linked to Gulfport. Uh, Gulfport mayor's Mr. Ta- Taylor Howard. No, Gulfport, excuse me, is mayor wished Mr. Taylor Howard um, a very happy hundred and third Birthday. He is a World War II veteran. He was a community civic activist, an entrepreneur. He was a family man and a servant of God. He was born on my wedding anniversary, October the 13th, but 1918. And he's still he's still going strong, stood up and accepted his award and all the things. So if you want to read More about that, you definitely uh, can over on the Good Things Facebook group and tell him happy birthday. Hopefully someone in his family is showing him all the love that he is getting online. Another person that's getting an award and getting a lot of, I would say, much-deserved recognition is the cameraman at JSU turned running back who was recently awarded a full scholarship at Jackson State. So, uh, you know, we don't talk sports like that here on good things, but I think this is cool. One, that his coach, obviously Coach Prime or Tian Sanders, you know, saw something in him and he had the dream and the vision to make it on to the JSU football team. Unfortunately, he just didn't walk on at first as maybe he he had um, wanted to, but he stuck at it. He took a spot that he could take, which was part of the media team or the video staff there, and then he kept working at it, and finally made uh, made it. Where he could walk on to the football team, and he just kept working hard, and finally he got his big break, which was able to get his, uh, you know, higher education paid for through a full scholarship awarded there by Jackson State. So it's a really great story, one of perseverance. Someone who has just you know pulled up their bootstraps and had a dream and a vision and sort of kept going for it, and nothing slowed him down. So it's hard to him.
2: not to like uh, a young person when. They they face a level of adversity, and they don't let it get them down. They take it in stride, and they allow it to better them. Like this individual, I believe his name is uh, Santee. Yeah, Santee Marshall. Uh, he Like you said, he tried to walk on at Jackson State when he transferred colleges, but he just didn't make the team. And instead of yeah. just sour grapes and walking away and, fine, I'm not playing football, he still wanted to be a part of the program. So he picks up a camera and helps them in their practice squad and filming practice for them and put in his dues, paid his dues, put in the time and... Now he's got a ride.
1: Now he's got his ride. So I think that's a great, um, that's a great out term. But not every outcome is great for someone who gives it their all and and perseveres. And this is a little bit more lighthearted. But we are in pumpkin season. So all across the United States, there are people trying to grow really big pumpkins and win awards. And can you imagine growing a pumpkin, 2,520 pounds, and then being disqualified for a teeny little crack? in the gourd of all that weight. And then one little ugly imperfection kicks you out of the running of getting twenty about $22,000 worth of cash um, prizes. So this happened to a Wisconsin farmer. He grew a 2,500-pound pumpkin. It is believed to be the heaviest grown in the country this year. But as I mentioned, he was disqualified due to a fingernail size crack In the vegetable's exterior. I think if the thing is still together and it can be transported from said farm to said scale and photographed and all the things, and it doesn't just completely explode, implode, or whatever it may be, then give me, it's 2,500
2: pounds. I just want to know whose job it was to sit there with like a magnifying glass and find (laughs) the little tiny crack in the. T- in the one and a half ton, friggin thingamajiggy,
1: pumpkin. thingamajiggy, right? Like, it, or who? One and
2: a quarter ton Excuse me.
1: And how do you know that it wasn't in, tra- you know, in transit or you know or whatever it may be? And they say though it's the result of internal pressure from the pumpkin's large size and the awkward way in which it was growing. Well, if you're twenty five hundred pounds, you have a lot of internal pressure. <laughs> if all you have is a fingernail size crack, then I think you're doing pretty darn. Pretty darn good, so he could have earned twenty two thousand dollars in prizes from um, the Safeway World Championship Pumpkin Way Off, which is coming up, I think, in California, where they give nine dollars per pound to the prize winner. But he said there is no crying in pumpkin growing when he was interviewed about his loss, and he is onward and upward to try to, you know, claim it, claim his spot there. I guess next year. But I mean.
2: He's of, got it figured out. Now he's just got to figure out how to keep it safe.
1: This is true. The all time record for a pumpkin grown in the United States was in two thousand and eighteen and it tipped the scales at two thousand five hundred and twenty eight pounds. So it was eight pounds heavier than this than this gentleman's. And whoever that salty judge was, I hope they don't enjoy any pumpkin pie. <laughs> Could you imagine though? I mean, even being the judge that had to say like oh, we found something or which what this article doesn't share which I I wish it would would be who was like who's next was it you know 2499 pounds and we're talking of and maybe he was perfect or was like the next person in line like hundreds of pounds off because then I don't think well none of it sounds fair to me I feel like they're being (laughs) I feel like they're being really hard on the man if you could figure out a way to grow 2,000-pound or 2,500-pound vegetable without deer getting it or any other sort of animals having their field day with it, then you deserve a little bit more than a blue ribbon or honorable mention, you would think. But I guess it's cutthroat. I mean, rules are rules. Rules are rules.
2: I'm just picturing that, that one judge with the magnifying glass or like the little jeweler's eyepiece going over every tiny little inch of the pumpkin, and then they find it. And they go, hold up. And they call over another judge, and they're both looking at it and discussing it. And the the guy that grew it's just kind of standing over the side, getting nervous. Hmm. I could see it all.
1: Well, he handled it a lot nicer than I think that, <laughs> that I would have handled it. <laughs> but, you know, I guess it depends on which day you probably would have called. But he, like he said, no crying in, in pumpkin growing. But still sticking with food, and it's a little bit of a fun story, is um, – an idaho man and i love these world records where it makes no sense at all on why you would even want to attempt to break it and why was there one in the first place but this one i feel like we've all tried before and that's catching marshmallows in your mouth right we've all eat marshmallows popcorn they're just certain foods that if you eat them enough or have them around your house you're going to try the whole can i toss it up and and catch it thing
2: it's always better to use lighter things like popcorn or marshmallows when you start using like peanut m&ms it becomes a choking hazard
1: well i was this that grapes those type of and then when when i first read it i was thinking of the big marshmallows and i was like wow this is a lot but even the smaller mar- like your normal sized marshmallows he caught 58 marshmallows in his mouth in 1 minute that really is kind of impressive but like, this is one where i love the ones that you could take home and, you know, get out your bag of marshmallows. We're getting into that season for sure. We're going to have the cocoa and all the things to house and just see if you could do it. And it wouldn't cost you anything but a little bit of time and have a little fun with your kids or grandkids with it if you think you're good at it. So I actually tweeted this out, but it was a little bit um, a while ago, but you can still go find it. So he broke the Guinness World Records. He added, "Well, actually, he has broken more than 200 Guinness World Records. So this Idaho man is off to the races, trying to figure that out as well. But his name is David Rush, and he broke uh, the world record, as I mentioned, 15 feet away. And so they they practiced and they got it down. And he threw 63 marshmallows during the 60 second time limit, and Rush was able to catch enough to take the record. To so, put that
2: in perspective, that's almost." two whole bags of marshmallows
1: well just to be able to throw that in 60 seconds to me is impressive so there you go there is your homework (laughs) for the week your good things homework see how many marshmallows you can catch in your mouth in 60 seconds but stick with us we've got more good things and good food to talk about coming up next
4: Guys, if you've found the keeper in your life, whether you've just started dating or you've been married for decades, we've built an entire store just for you. Juniker Jewelry Company, we are Mississippi's direct diamond importer. I'm John Ravenstein. I'm Rachel. And I'm Corey Ravenstein with 10 times the diamonds, gauge rings, and wedding bands you'll find in average jewelry stores. All at the guaranteed best price in the state. We have the perfect diamond to express the will of your heart. No other jeweler in the state has more fine diamonds of every size, shape, and price range than Junikers. So whether you're looking for your first engagement ring. Or that second diamond you've always wanted to give her but now can afford. If you found the love of your life, come to Juniker Jewelry Company. Because she's a keeper. Come experience the most trusted name in jewelry for over 75 years now. Juniker Jewelry Company, Mississippi's direct diamond importer. 1485 Highland Colony Parkway, just south of 463 in Madison, and Juniker Jewelry.
0: Napa Know How. All is in the air. The pros at Napa Auto Parts can tell because our prices are changing and dropping faster than the leaves. Keep warm with the Mr. Heater Portable Buddy Indoor Safe Propane Heater for $74.99. Take care of your engine with Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil for $11.99 for a 5-quart jug. Change out your filters with a $20 Visa rebate card by mail with the purchase of a Napa-branded oil, air, and cabin air filter on the same invoice. There's plenty more on sale at Napa. Napa Know How.
4: This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday night starting
5: at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson.
0: Making your afternoon just a little brighter. It's Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Mississippi has so many good places for you and your family to eat, stay, and play. So take some time today to go to visitmississippi.org to explore a little more. Don't forget, you can watch Super Talk Mississippi on your computer or your mobile device. You can watch it on Roku, Amazon Fire TV devices, as well as YouTube. And you can now watch Super Talk TV live on Ceasefire TV. So if you have C Spire TV, you can find Super Talk TV on Channel 70 right next to the Weather Channel. And if you are watching over at Super Talk TV, you'll see that I'm not alone anymore in the Good Things studio. I have with me a friend who has been here before, Miss Mr. Miss Chris. Miss Chris, never heard that one before, have you, Chris? Chris London. He's the owner of A Slice of the Apple in Hattiesburg. And you have such a unique backstory to how you even made it to Mississippi. But I had to get you back in when you contacted me and said, you have the only... Authentic New York style pizza now available in Hattiesburg, and so I thought, well, we got to unpack what all this is about. So, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. So, business must be doing fairly well for you to be expanding hours and to be adding in uh, new and fun items onto the menu.
6: Yeah, uh, pizza has completely took over the whole restaurant
1: so prior to the pizza invasion what was what was sort of like that go-to thing at the at a slice of the apple that came from your home state of new york
6: either the reuben sandwich or the hot pastrami definitely.
1: Is it still a good seller there? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, for those that may not remember when you joined us here, which I think was like a year or so ago on Good Things before the pandemic, I think, or right 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 after, right after yeah. because you you were one of those lucky small businesses who decided to open right before mm-hmm. the pandemic um sort of started. But your your um journey to Mississippi is an interesting one. So give us a little short recap of how you found Mississippi <laughs> to be your home
6: um from new york born and raised grew up uh just wanted to branch out see more more chances more places that offer chances and uh it's pretty much like a dart on the map came to visit stayed for two weeks and packed my stuff came down and been here since
1: been here since but you went back home and you had a hankering for a sandwich yes. which you realized you couldn't get here no. in the magnolia state which would be an authentic reuben sandwich. Mm-hmm. So you decided like, why not? I'll just open up my own deli there in Hattiesburg and convinced your mom to move down to the Magnolia State as well uh, to help you in your efforts, which I just love. Everything about that. Mom's still with us?
6: Mm-hmm. She's working right now.
1: She's working. Well, shout out to mom for taking over <laughs> over the deli while you're here um, on Good Things. Where did the pizza even come in? I mean, things were going good. I saw that you were expanding your hours. Was it another like personal hankering for pizza and you just realized you couldn't find it
6: it was always a thought from we've, when i moved here everybody when you think of new york you think of pizza new york pizza it's the best pizza in the world um and there's nowhere else in the state everybody claims new york style pizza it's not the same
1: okay so what is new york style pizza
6: it's the big floppy slices with the airy crisp crust crisp crust um And it all just comes down to the ingredients and the way you make the dough.
1: And the way it always comes down to the dough, I would assume. Okay, so for those that may be listening, and they have their favorite pizzeria in their local town that says New York-style pizza, how are they wrong?
6: I have traveled all over the state and googled New York pizza, and have been to so many different well, places. Well, we're
1: not throwing anybody under the bus. <laughs> no, here. no, 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 no <laughs> names, no names <laughs> on good things. So you did your homework, though.
6: Yes, I definitely did. My
1: anybody homework. come close?
6: Can I give a name?
1: If it's positive, yeah, it's positive. <laughs> it's
6: good things. There is one place in Meridian that I've been to in the past six months that is very good. It's called Nick and Al's New York Pizza in Meridian. And so it's almost there. It's almost there. It's just smaller.
1: So is Nick and Al, are they still Mississippi born and raised? Because I feel like you have to have a New Yorker make your New York style pizza.
6: Um, From my understanding, there was somebody else who owned it, and they were from New York. And somehow in the mix, he's not there. So ah, the people that do run So, so that's now, why
1: it's not a big enough slice. We'll give them that. Maybe. Maybe. Well, we don't want to but give them But it's very
6: good. It tastes very, very good. Very, Every time I go to Meridian, that's where I go.
1: Well, it sounds like that would be a great recommendation coming from uh, a pizza snob. <laughs> very. <laughs> or at least a New York pizza snob. Yes, very, New York-style pizza snob. New York-style pizza snob. So I'm going to get it out right. We're going to get you bumper stickers for, for that, Chris. Okay, hmm. so you went back, and you were like, "There's this isn't here. So how do I make sure that if I bring pizza to a slice of the apple in hattiesburg that it's authentic what's the first thing you did
6: well i went back to new york for two weeks by myself um see family and friends uh right around fourth of july and when i was up there i used to deliver bread before i moved here so i know a lot of the pizza places up there so i walked into 11 different pizzerias and said i need your recipe in new york yep
1: and like, they just gave it to you i'm
6: 1200 miles away <laughs> i'm not in any competition so they're like here's this here's this here's this here's how to do this now,
1: how did they know that it, i mean that you were that you lived in Mississippi. this was this well this, this is feels people very, that i know oh okay <laughs> i was like this feels very un-new yorkish this is much more mississippi hospitality to be like oh sure let me give you <laughs> our family recipe of course you're not from around here
6: no, they were definitely snobby but
1: <laughs> and i say that in the in the best way possible okay so you went back home and you're like hey look come. 1,500 miles away, I want to bring a taste of of New York. So did you just take all the recipes and start trying them? And were these crust recipes specifically?
6: A lot of them were very, very similar. Uh, It really comes down to the exact brand and type of flour and cheese and sauce base and all this other stuff that everybody had in common. Like they all said, use this type of flour. Use this brand of cheese. Use this, this, this. So I pretty much took everything, combined it, added a little pinch of my own, and I have mine,
1: and you have yours. So what was it? What was the first one like? What was the first pizza combination you made?
6: It tasted good, but it looked terrible. Because.
1: Well, I don't know if like a real now Chicago style the deep dish they are kind of pretty to look at because it's like this big massive pie. It's a casserole, it's a casserole basically <laughs> that you eat with your hands. I've never heard of it that way, but that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. But then the when I think of New York style pizza, I do think of like the floppier. It's greasy. You fold it over. Mm-hmm. You're not worried about you know it's kind of like barbecue here in the South. You're not worried about looking cute while you're eating it. You're just all about enjoying it. So. I I wouldn't say that it looked ugly would have, you know, deterred me from trying it. So what, what about it wasn't aesthetically pleasing to you, Chris?
6: Well, believe it or not, stretching a pizza is not easy at all. Um, and the pizza, the pies are 18 inches.
1: And when you say stretching, us. help us out with that. What does that mean?
6: Okay. So when you make the dough, you have to weigh it out and cut it into little dough balls. Uh-huh. But to make the pizza, you have to stretch the balls into a disc but there's certain you have to.
1: Is that where the whole like people yeah, uh, flying around their head, throwing it around, the head, air, throwing it stuff, around and yeah. turning around? I so can't throw it in the air. But. So that's an actual. There's a purpose to that. They're yeah. trying to make it. Mm-hmm. They're not just. It's not just party tricks.
6: It's one way to make it perfectly round. um I can't do that. I've tried.
1: So you just try. So you okay? So you got it out, and then what, uh, what, what toppings and what was the first New York style pizza made here in Mississippi? I just what was made on
6: a regular a, cheese pizza. Uh-huh. Um, but like I said, I could not, for the life of me, get it circular at all. It wound up coming out like an oval with holes in it. And it, it tasted good, but it was not appealing to the eye at all. So
1: how much pizza did you eat before you figured out how to get <sighs> it? <Too> you- my- <laughs> 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 it
6: was like Thanksgiving for myself. It was I've, I went through 30, 40 pounds of dough before I... Figured out.
1: Were your customers there at a slice of apple, of the apple, telling you they wanted pizza, or was this something you just knew they needed and they didn't know it?
6: There has been a lot of people since I opened. I'm waiting for that New York pizza. When are you going to bring the New York pizza? I want the New York pizza. So, So
1: who in your small circle were you, who were your taste testers while you were in, you know, in the back trying to figure it out?
6: My mom, for sure. She was up there. I made her come up there. And my employees. um, And then I just had some. I would I would be in the back making a pizza while everybody's making sandwiches. And if I have a customer in here that's waiting for a sandwich, I'd bring them a slice. Like, here, try this. It's not even on the menu yet. Let me know what you think. And that's pretty much how I got it to where it is now. Uh-oh. Well, it
1: sounds like the only thing that you needed was the actual circular pizza look. So did you? how did you nail that out? How would you figure that out? You too. What?
6: You what? can learn everything from YouTube these days.
1: Why would I not expect anything different from from you, Chris? So what did you do? Did you just type in how to how make? How to
6: stretch a pizza.
1: How to stretch a pizza. Or how to
6: stretch a New York pizza. And See, when, when I was up there, there was one pizzeria called Tomato and Basil. A friend of mine's uncle owns it. And he let me in, and I worked there for a day just stretching, just to practice. And I figured out there was actually a girl who is their main pizza maker? Don't
1: sound surprised. Girls can make pizza too. Oh, uh,
6: obviously. <laughs> but she showed me. She. And, uh, and I, I took that, and then I wound up YouTubing it when I came back because I forgot already. And
1: and then the rest, as they say, is history. But we've got more coming up next with Chris from A Slice of the Apple in Hattiesburg. But you tell us on the ceasefire text line 601 879 4395. New York style or Chicago style? We'll have a little bit of a debate coming up next.
5: New York. Enjoy.
7: From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I am Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, a 50-50 shot of rain, partly sunny, high near 80 degrees. Tonight, mostly cloudy, low around 66. 30% chance of rain for your Thursday, partly sunny conditions, high near 84. And for your finally Friday, mostly sunny conditions, high near 82. This weather forecast has been brought to you by our friends at RJ's Outboard Sales and Service at 1208 Old Fannin Road. RJ's Outboard Sales and Service, your Yamaha Outboard dealer in Brandon.
0: Catch Madison Central Jaguar football right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3 each Friday night during the season. Brought to you in part by Hawsey Insurance,
4: hawseyinsurance.com.
7: Hey, this is Bob, and if you're like me, you like dealing with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and are headquartered right in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks, Majestic Metals, 800-647-8540 or online at majesticmetalsinc.com.
0: I'm Stephen Gagliano. You're listening to Supertalk Mississippi News. During a Senate hearing, Senator Roger Wicker asserted that China continues to outpace the United
4: States in terms of shipbuilding. In 2010, China commissioned four warships and the U.S. commissioned two. That was 2010. Five years later, China commissioned 12 warships. The United States commissioned two. And in uh, 2020, China commissioned 26 new warships warships, and the U.S. only three. Sasha Baker, President Biden's nominee for Deputy
0: Undersecretary for Policy at the Department of Defense, supported the commitment for a
5: 355-ship Navy. And no students on a bus involved in a crash on Highway 84 in Jones County this morning were injured, but the driver of a pickup truck that was involved in the
0: crash, a West Jones High School senior, was killed. Stephen Gagliano, Tough Mississippi News. Thanks for listening to Super Talk Mississippi. Becca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: Good Things wants to remind you there's an adventure in Mississippi awaiting you. All you have to do is go to visitmississippi.org to find out more. And there is a ton of content on Supertalk Mississippi's new YouTube channel. So just search... Search Supertalk Mississippi on YouTube or go to supertalk.fm slash YouTube to connect there. Now, we can't teach you how to, I guess, stretch a pizza pie on our YouTube channel, but there, I guess there's other ways that you can do it online, and that's how our guest, Chris, learned the last skill he needed, I would say, to bring authentic New York-style pizza to his uh, local eatery there in Hattiesburg, a slice of the apple. And I've asked you on the C Spire text line to let us know. Let's just get in a little fun debate although Chris is going to take it personal if you don't say New York, if you had a choice, New York style versus a sh- Chicago style pizza. But you were saying, man, they're just so totally different mm-hmm. in terms of taste texture. Now, Rhino, you you can actually have personal experience in the New York style pizza. So what makes it so special, do you think?
2: It's the ease of eating it compared to the Chicago style. Because you you when you go to New York and you get a New York style pizza, or if you go to a, a slice of the apple in Hattiesburg, it, you're going to get this gigantic slice of a huge pie, and it's going to be served to you on two paper plates, which seems like it would be cumbersome, but you just hold it, fold it, and eat it, and you can do that, all that walking down the street. Whereas with Chicago-style, this... This deep dish casserole of tomato sauce, you're going to have to use a fork and knife.
1: That's true. I've never had an authentic New York slice of pizza in New York, but I have had deep dish in Chicago. So I guess I don't have anything to sort of, you know, sort of compare that to. So you actually take the two plates and you is that like your utensil? You does because you know those those flimsier um paper plates, the
6: kind that have the little ridges on it. That's what we use.
1: Yeah, that they fall with you, right? No. No, they don't. No. So it's not that way? Okay.
6: Instead of holding it in your hand, you hold it on the plate. And, and then you, you just pick up the pizza and so, fold it.
1: And then fold it and do it that way. Okay. So one size? Is there like the one big the big pizza that you see in the movies? 18 inches, yep. And that's it? mm mm-hmm. Okay. So you do offer different types of flavors with your New York-style pizza, because I saw where today is... Oh, what's today? You white have, Pie Wednesday. Wait, white Pie Wednesday. And on your Facebook page, folks are going crazy over this. So what is a white pie?
6: It... From my knowledge, it originated in New York. Um, it's pretty much it's an eighteen-inch pizza. There's no sauce. It is what you guys pronounce ricotta cheese. Um, and I'm, how do
1: you pronounce it?
6: Rigot. Well,
1: what? Okay, say <laughs> it. Wait, wait, wait. ricotta. Rigot. Ricotta. Rigot. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> i I was going. I was going to give. New York it, Italian. Yes, I was going to give it a try, and then I'm like, no,
6: ricotta. Rigot. There you go regatta say faster yeah no, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ricotta and you're right here in the south it is yep. ricotta cheese and so okay so is that secret to some of the uh, to the white sauce
6: there is no sauce so there
1: is no sauce so it's just okay.
6: ricotta cheese is is just like a creamy cheese pretty mm-hmm. much um it's that mozzarella cheese parmesan cheese fresh chopped garlic with an olive oil drizzle on it and that's it
1: and then it just bakes. Mm-hmm. Do you bake it in a normal oven, or do you have like a no, I have pizza, a pizza oven. oven?
6: Very high heat, very expensive pizza oven.
1: <laughs> so, but that's what makes it. That's what helps that's make that. That's cris- also what
6: makes it a New York style too.
1: It has that crispy, sort of airy, as mm-hmm. you mentioned, sort of um, sort of texture to it. Okay, what are some of the other authentic flavors that you have?
6: Well, we have the the margarita, which is popular, which is fresh mozzarella, fresh basil. I actually grow the basil in front of the store in flower pots. Really? So when people order it, I go outside and pick the leaves off of it, wash it, and use that. Um, that one's popular. We have a buffalo chicken pizza that's really good. Buffalo chip. So
1: when you finally put it on the menu, Chris, there at a slice of the apple in Hattiesburg, were th- was it just instant people enjoyed it? Or did you have to convince them?
6: or uh, as, as soon as it dropped, as soon as I made the first post, I had a line of people the next day. And they were calling orders. I want to order this, I want to order this, I want to order this. And it blew up. It completely overtaken the rest of my menu.
1: Have you which you got runner up to, I think this past year for best sandwich you mentioned? Yeah.
6: Uh every year they have the best of the pine belt, which is Laurel and South and they have different categories, best this, best that, best this. And we got runner up to uh for best sandwich this year.
1: That's pretty cool. And how many years have you been in business now?
6: This is our second gonna be our third in December.
1: That's pretty cool. You've come a long way for in just two to three short years, and you survived the pandemic. You've survived you know, so many other things, working different jobs and all the things to sort of make this happen. And it's still interesting to think, Chris, I mean, back to the first of your story is just you moved to Mississippi on a whim. You enjoyed the hospitality in the state, but you missed the flavors of home, which mm-hmm. is New York. And you thought, okay, well, I'll bring it here, and now it's working. Is it surprising to you that Mississippians connect to the New York flavors the way that they have?
6: I mean, no. be Just not sound biased, but we do have the, the most diverse culture, food-wise, that I'd say in the country. Uh, if you're walking down the street in New York, and he can vouch, you can have a Japanese restaurant right next to an Indian restaurant across the street from Thai food next to an Italian restaurant, and everybody in there is authentic from that country, so you get the authentic flavors, not just some random person i think i'm going to open a thai restaurant because i like thai food it's it's from the actual countries people come with their culture and present the food and that's what makes new york's food scene a lot different than anywhere else
1: that's fair and but so if you would say but still you think of of pizza it feels like something that could be replicated you know wherever but you are proving that that is not true because it all comes down to still. It's, it's like you couldn't do barbecue just anywhere.
6: It is a science. It's really the. It's more than I thought it would be. It's a lot now. Now that I've been doing it, it's easier. But it was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be.
1: So first, the sandwiches, the Reuben. Which which sandwich got runner up?
6: It was just best sandwiches overall. Oh, best
1: sandwiches overall. So you you can't. And so then the pizza. What's next? For a slice of apple to bring to Mississippi,
6: well, I can't tell that. <laughs> well, will tell you'll have you to come I back do. and yeah. sort of tell you there.
1: So, what's your favorite way to order your pizza?
6: To call or, it
1: in. Well, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what's the fact? Like, if if Chris is gonna, you know, order a, a pizza oh, from um, from a slice of the apple, which which would he do? Or if I guess if you're a newbie, which one would you do?
6: Either you can't go wrong with just the cheese. Um, but either the meat lovers is really good, really, really popular, or the white pie.
1: You take a lot of attention to ingredients and sourcing out, I know especially with your sandwiches, the last time you visited us here on Good Things, making sure that that quality was not overlooked at all. You mentioned the cheese. That makes That's interesting to me. Is what? Can you give us any secrets behind the cheese to a traditional New York or an authentic New York-style pizza?
6: Well, I can say... Um, The cheese we use is 100% mozzarella cheese from California cows. There's a company, a brand, if you will, of cheese that all the pizzerias in New York use. That's one thing they all had in common was this brand. And it is very hard to find that brand down here, but I managed to source it out of Texas. So my cheese actually comes from Texas just to get it here. There's nowhere local. Like, all like the big food distributors around here don't carry it.
1: Well, this just goes to show to your, you know, commitment when you say that you're bringing a slice of the apple or a slice of New York City to Mississippi. You do your best to keep it as if you were walking down the street Mm -hmm. there and stopping for a slice of pizza. So what other way would you order it in New York that maybe we're not accustomed to here in the South? Buy the slice. Oh, do you sell it by the slice? We do. I mean, other than when, because it's so big. I never <laughs> thought about that. So you're right. So if you go into your other local, um, usually you buy it personal pan or you buy by the pizza. You don't always yeah. just buy by the slice. Is that, has people caught on, have, has people, have your customers caught on to that?
6: Very much during our lunch rush. We got a lunch rush from about 1130 to two where people come in. Let me get two cheese, one pepperoni.
1: And also oh, you can mix and match. Yeah.
6: Depending on what I have out. It, it really, I have a cheese out always, and then whatever I feel like making, I'll put out, and we'll sell it by the slice. Like White Pie Wednesday, which is today, is the only day you can get a white slice without ordering a whole pie. Um,
1: Pretty cool. Well, I can't wait to see what you bring to Mississippi next, Chris. We'll have to keep following your story. I mean, every couple of years, you just come on back and we'll keep, you know, you know, helping you celebrate your success because, you know, it's been, again, it's been a really tough couple of years for small businesses, but there are still some that are thriving and serving communities well and people are responding. And so I think that's a really cool and good thing and that you chose Mississippi as home. So where can we go and find you online?
6: Uh we're on Facebook if you we're on Google if you Google us. We're we do have Grubhub. Um
1: Where are you in Hannesburg?
6: F- right on the corner of Westover Drive and Fourth Street. It's connected to a gas station. So there uh, you go. There's a fast track gas station, we're connected to it. You can't miss us. I have big flags out on the curb at the street and and basil. And basil outside. There is basil outside.
1: (laughs) There is basil outside. All right. Well, thank you for your time, Chris. You guys stick with us. We've got a few more good things for you coming up next.
4: Yellow here with a word for business owners about direct primary care from TrustCare, Mississippi's walk-in health clinic leader. Direct primary care reduces your health care costs for employees by 40%, and they get fast, anytime access to their primary care doctor without co Deductibles or unexpected medical bills all for under $70 per month. Give it a shot. Call 601-707-3370 or visit TrustCareHealth.com. Family Termite is a proud VIP sponsor of the Handyman Show on Super Talk, Mississippi. Whether you're a proud DIYer or a seasoned veteran, Mississippi's
5: Handyman Buddy Slowick has the answers to your home improvement questions each Saturday from 10 till noon. Spillway Diner would like to salute all healthcare and first responders for putting your life on the line to help so many. You are the true heroes. Thank you from Curtis and staff This is the Closing market Report for the Mississippi Network. I'm Bob Sullender. Stocks are trading mixed this afternoon. The Dow Jones Industrial Average is up 159 to 35,616. The NASDAQ is down 6 to 15,123. And the S&P 500 is up 15 to 45,35. From the New York Cotton Exchange, December Cotton closed up 290 to 110,73. March Cotton closed up 279 to 108,63. At the Chicago Board of Trade, November soybeans closed up 17.5 to 12.45.5 a bushel. January soybeans closed up 8 eighteen to twelve fifty five a bushel. December corn closed up nine to five thirty nine and a quarter a bushel. March corn closed up eight and three quarters to five forty seven and three quarters a bushel. At the Mercantile, December live cattle closed up fifty to one thirty fifty two. February live cattle closed up sixty to one thirty five sixty. January live feeders closed up one twenty five to one sixty forty seven. And March Live feeders closed up one thirty two to one sixty one forty two. For the Mississippi Network, I'm Bob Sullender
3: Always read and follow label directions.
0: This isn't what gets a cotton grower up. What gets a cotton grower up isn't made of plastic-covered electronics. It's made of heart, determination, the calling that doesn't need a buzzer. Because you know early is the key to success. Stoneville Cotton knows, too. It gets out of the ground earlier and establishes a healthy stand quicker, so it's less vulnerable to weeds, weather, and insects. For a stronger finish, own the early with Stoneville Cotton. BASF. We create chemistry. Always read and follow label directions. Where Mississippi comes to talk. Middays with Gerard Gibbert. Weekdays here on Super Talk Mississippi. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi.
1: I'm planning your Mississippi getaway. Everything you need to know is over at visitmississippi.org. And don't laugh at me if you are watching over at Super Talk TV. So you never know what you're going to get when you're tuned in there watching Good Things Live and Living Color. And rolled over my cord. And, I got <laughs> and it got... It got (laughs) disemboggled. And so it took me a minute to sort of figure life out, but but here we go. And if you never want to miss a show, you can uh, catch it, catch good things, as well as the Gallo Show, Middays, and Sports Talk Mississippi coming up on your favorite podcast app. It's now in podcast form. So wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever it may be, just give a search for um SuperTalk, hit subscribe and then you will never miss an opportunity or you'll ne- you'll have plenty of opportunities uh to listen to your favorite your favorite shows. And the Gallo show will be live on Wednesday, October the 27th. That's next week at the EMCC uh Community College in Columbus. You're going to get to hear about how community colleges like East Mississippi Or forging the way for exciting careers and high paying jobs for Mississippi students. That sounds like a lot of good things. Many of you are loving the New York style pizza. I don't think anybody on the ceasefire text line went for the Chicago style. But for me, that's just because I don't have anything to compare it to. But I do like this idea of just selling it by the slice instead of necessarily by the, you know, pizza. But the difference in lifestyle, though, although our Main Street associations and our our towns here um, in the Magnolia State are working really hard to provide sort of that walkable opportunity during lunch hours, particularly if it's connected to, like, you know, one of our rural hospitals that can sometimes be near downtown or if you have, like, you know, you have your... um Oh, uh, well, I was trying to think of your other offices that may be like connected, right? Where do they take you when you go to jail? County. <laughs> <laughs> courthouse. That's the word that I was looking for, because usually your courthouse is also connected to your main streets or close to if they're if they're traditionally laid the out Town square, the town square. <laughs> Place I'd never been inside the courthouse for those reasons, but those people need to eat. So the difference though in big cities versus usually our less walkable towns is you wouldn't just go by for a slice. You would probably go in and eat as a family or you would be taking it to go. And so it's it's you where where are you gonna put a whole pizza in New York if you're just, you know, on your lunch break or on the way out or whatever it may be. So it's conducive to sort of different different lifestyles. But hey, If it works, it works. And so kudos to him. And um, that's the second follow up we've had here on good things, which I think is always exciting to, to do. These stories don't ever end, especially if they're small business stories or personal stories of, you know, sowing seeds and trying to do good things. And it's always cool to see how those continue to grow year after after year.
2: I would say if Chris puts the same time, energy, and effort into perfecting another New York-centric culinary treat, he will have people beating down his door for it. I would suggest, because he, he was a little, bit, uh, secretive. a little bit secretive about his, his next New York treat, but uh, if he pulls out the cannolis, he will have people beating down his door to try to get them, because they're they're one of those desserts that they are so rich, but good luck finding one anywhere outside of somewhere like New York.
1: Is it because are they difficult to make? Uh, time
2: consuming, not necessarily difficult because you you got to make the shell. If you're unfamiliar with what a cannoli is, it's it's like a crispier eclair with a richer center. It's it's a crispy dough shell that you then fill all the way up with creamy gooey goodness. And you can put nuts on it. You can put chocolate on it. You can put orange zest, lemons. You can do all kinds of different things with it. But that's one of those those New Yorkisms that he needs to bring to the Magnolia State.
1: Well, I'm sure he's listening on his ride back to the Pine Belt. And so maybe he can put that on his to-do list. Brian from Tennessee asks, have you ever had a seafood pizza? I don't think I have. But I wouldn't be opposed to giving it. If are giving it a try.
2: I think technically crawfish is seafood.
1: And it sometimes winds up on pizza? Oh, yeah. Okay, so Darren and Jackson, as well as someone else, is leave the gun, take the cannoli. What is that from?
2: That's a quote from The Godfather. Oh. They got a box of cannolis, and they, uh, they perform a hit on someone, and uh, the guy goes, leave the gun, take the cannolis.
1: Well, there you go. So obviously cannolis do have a little bit of...
2: They're good. They're not good for you, but they are good.
1: Well, they can all things fit. Even a New York style slice pizza fits here in Mississippi. So why not a cannoli too? Well, we appreciate your time here on Good Things. Remember, you can connect with us. The conversation never ends over on the Good Things Facebook group. But you got plenty more coming up next with Sports Talk Mississippi from three to six. Rano and I will be back tomorrow here at two. We'd love to have you. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things.
3: Things for you and I. Here, good things.